Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of One More Minute uh, for a special edition of Moments Monday so that you all could join me again. Um, so today we're coming off the hills of Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day. And my Easter was quite incredible. I ate a whole bunch of food that I probably regret for the end of the week. But don't you worry, I'm going to work it off. Went to church, went to sunrise service, had breakfast with my family, took a nap, watched all my favorite shows. It was a pretty productive Sunday. And so when I went to church of a sunrise service, uh, the message was pretty simple and straight to the point. It was called Leave It In God's Hands. Um, so in, in short, he pretty much discussed how Jesus created all of his miracles with his hands. Everything he touched was healed. Every problem that he touched was work was worked out and was solved and was fixed. He talked about how, you know, Jesus' hands were nailed to the cross. And um, and he just talked about the symbolism of his hands, right? And as he continued to talk about the symbolism of his hands, he concluded the message by saying that Jesus died for our sins. Um, he rose on the third day. And he encouraged us to leave our lives in God's hands. Not only because that's where his grace and mercy is, but because that's how he fixes things. When our life is in Jesus' hands, God's hands, our life is fixed. We're good, right? So, of course, that resonated with me. Um, so as I began to think about the last few months and the things that I've been through or the things that I've seen God do for me, I was immediately reminded of how thankful I am. Um, and so recently, one of my closest friends, she prophesied to me and delivered a message to me that was sent from God. Um, and she's somebody that I trust. So I know she wasn't like, you know, you have false prophecy. Like, girl, well, God told me to tell you to give me a debit card. No, it wasn't nothing like that. Um, she's someone I trust and I trust her opinion. Um, so part of it, of what she told me, the message was like three or four parts of it. Um, part of it consisted of God discussing my relationship with him and encouraging me to share everything with him, like as my best friend, um, to share every fear, every worry, everything that's made me upset, everything that I've been disappointed about, every single thing. You know, growing up a pastor's daughter, um, I've been in church my entire life. I have a relationship with God. I know how to pray. I know how to read my Bible. Like, I know all those things, right? And I do talk to God about everything. And so um, when she gave me that prophecy, it was God's request to me to go just a little bit deeper. And so since that moment, I made it my business um, to go to God with everything in prayer. I'm talking about down to like if I'm having a bad day at work, instead of getting upset, I just pray about it. Um, if I have issues, I just be like, oh my God, I'm just going to pray about it. I pray about everything now. I pray more and I worry less. And so um, let me give you the perfect example. So sometime in February, I got a ticket um, on I-75 going north, going to grad school, going to my class. I was rushing. I was coming from my professional development class. And I remember I was on I-75 trying to merge onto the expressway. But the way the expressway was set up is two lanes. One is HOV and one for like regular uh, people on the highway. So I was trying to merge over and I ended up on the HOV lane. And of course, the way the universe was set it up, I got stopped by a police officer and I ended up getting a ticket for driving the HOV lane and, went in, and it was just me. So when I got the ticket, I put the, I was like, okay, I'll deal with that later. I put the ticket in my door and I just went about my business. Now, keep in mind, since then, I got that ticket in February. It was like the end of March. I was like, dang, I forgot to pay that ticket. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pay it this week. I'm going to get it done. So I go to the mailbox. I never get the mail, right? And I had like a certified piece of mail from the driver's um, 
from the division from the Department of Driving Services. I'm like, okay, what is this? So in the notice, it told me that my license was going to be suspended in about 14 days, and I began to panic. I was like, oh my god, I can't be riding around with a suspended license. I'm gonna go to jail. I had just been watching a Khalid Browder story. I was like, I never want to go to jail. I don't want to get beat up. Like jail is like I'm horrified and terrified. So I said, okay, God, well, I'm going to get it fixed. I didn't, like, worry too much. I just prayed. I said, you know, God, you fixed things for me before. We fixed this. I'll be good. So about a week after I got the letter, I took off from work. Well, I, I took the morning off from work. Um, I knew that the, the uh, courthouse, I had to go into court to appear before failure to pay the ticket and failure to appear in court. Because, oh, I forgot to mention that part. Along with getting the ticket, there was a blurb at the bottom that said I had to go to court on March 28th. Completely missed that part. Because remember, I told you, I looked at the ticket, put it inside of my door, and never looked at it again. So my license was going to be suspended because I failed to appear in court. Cool. So fast forward, I ended up going to the courthouse. I knew that it opened at 7, so I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, was at the courthouse by 6. At that point, I was number 7 in line. People had been standing in line for the court to open since 5 a.m. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Somehow, God gave me favor, and it all worked out. So on my way there, I just was listening to gossip music. I was so terrified. I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so crazy. I'm terrified. I don't know what's going to happen. Never been to court before. What am I going to say to the judge? Am I going to be embarrassed? Are they going to yell at me? Am I going to go to jail? I mean, all these thoughts running through my mind. But I had a moment where I knew I needed to calm down, and I just started to pray like, God, what you going to do? I need you to work it out. I'm just going to give it to you, leave it to you. I just need favor, your grace, and your mercy. Literally, that's my prayer. Favor, grace, and mercy. Favor, grace, and mercy. So I get to the courtroom, you know, they, they, you know, we walk in, go through security, they send us to like the courtroom downstairs and they, you know, to ask us what we're there for, for Miss court date. So in the middle of the man processing my paperwork, he says, well, um, Ms. Mitchell, do you just want to like, you know, we have a new amnesty program running through May. You only have to go see a judge. You can just pay for the ticket. And I'm like, what you mean I can just pay for the ticket? So you mean to tell me I ain't got to go in front of no judge. I ain't got to go through all the hassle. I could just pay these hundred dollars to go about my good Christian life. He was like, yeah, absolutely. So I, of course, I decided to take that option. Um, I go upstairs. I pay the cashier. She prints out my ticket, you know, my receipt and all that good stuff. And I get this thing. She's like, it says like failure to stop or failure to uh, fail, fail, stop or something like that. She was like, well, you won't want to keep this on you. So if you get pulled over by police, you won't get arrested. And I'm like, girl, what, what are you talking about? I look at the paper. Do y'all know these people had a warrant out for my arrest? Terrified.com. Of course, there's no warrant out for me anymore, right? But because I failed to appear in court and had a ticket that I forgot I had and didn't appear in court because I didn't even know I had a court case because I didn't look at the ticket once I got it. When I tell y'all, when I got in my car and I was weeping and just screaming and shouting and just saying, thank you, Jesus, I just thought about... In that moment, how God had me in his hands and he covered me and he watched me, watched over me without me even knowing. I mean, how many times do you drive down the street and you don't get pulled over or it's late night and you don't get pulled over, you don't get in trouble. I just think about all those times that God cared me and watched me. And in that moment, because I trusted God and I knew he was going to fix it, I had a sense of calmness over me. But when I tell y'all... I was so grateful, but every time I read that paper, it's like, please cancel this warrant number W4546 for Monique Mitchell. It's no longer valid. I just couldn't even imagine. Like, I'm riding around Atlanta getting it, and there's a warrant out for my arrest. How is that going to work, right? And so 
when I think about those things, it just reminded me that there's nothing too hard for God. I mean, that might see something might seem like something small and minor to people, but that for me, the way my stress and worry is set up, that was a huge feat and a huge victory for me. And I can share the story now because I'm not in it, but y'all, that's crazy, right? And so, um, the whole point of this podcast today, it's going to be short and sweet, not too long, not too drawn out. It's to just trust God along the way with every single thing and to put whatever you have going on in his hands, whether it's relationship issues with your friends or a loved one or a love interest, whether it's dealing with a crazy boss at work, learning how to manage them, whether it's trying to like lose weight or if it's you trying to get a new job, if you trying to anything that you that you want in life. Just give it to God and give it to him and put it in his hands. And I'm telling you, since I have been much more intentional with asking God what I want or telling him what I want or praying about things, I've literally seen him turn around. Like I went back to work. I, was, I, was, I had a, a rough patch, right? I was like, oh, my God, I'm stressed every day. What am I going to do? I was like, is this, is this for me? Should I be doing something else? Should I just get like a regular job, you know, where I don't have to like put too much into it. I could just go to work and go home. And I started praying about it and fasting praying and thinking about it and God worked it out so I didn't have to worry all because I put it in God's hands so so this is post Easter Sunday all that you are going to this week worryless and filled with prayer and optimism and positivity um, remember to give it to God because it's in his hands like he gave his son for us right so we can live free so we can put our life in his hands, but but not only put our life in his hands, put everything that comes with our life in his hands with the, with everything, right? So I hope that this podcast blessed you because it definitely blessed me. So as always, I'm going to keep giving you more happy a post-resurrection Sunday. Hope you have a great week. Be optimistic. Thank you so much for listening to another edition of Moment Mondays. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Monificent11, M-O-N-I-F-I-C-N-T-11. Make sure you follow the Single Black Female Project on Instagram at SBF Project. Thank you so much again, and we'll chat soon.